During times of crisis, when things are confusing, scary, and perhaps even dangerous, we often go through a roller coaster of thoughts and emotions, and it can seem like we're going out of control. Whatever it is you're facing right now, whether it's unemployment, sickness, your own or somebody else's, um, distance learning challenges, discrimination, loneliness and isolation, whatever it is, I want you to know that your feelings of frustration, confusion, worry and anxiety, anger, sadness and fear, all of those are normal. They're part of what it is to be human. And God has wired us so that we can recognize danger and then respond to it accordingly. Now, under normal circumstances, we are able to engage the part of our brain called the neocortex, which is in charge of helping us think logically and to look at all the evidence and then make well-informed decisions. But under crisis, other parts of the brain take over so that we are not so logical. The cerebellum, or the little brain, is one such part that can take over. The cerebellum is in charge of our physical motor movements and it helps us focus our attention on things in the environment. In a crisis, it controls our uh, fear response by getting our body ready to fight, to flee, or to freeze. Another part of the brain that can take over in a crisis is the limbic system. And the limbic system's job is to control our emotions, is to help us with memory storage and retrieval, and it regulates our involuntary physiological functioning. In times of crisis, the limbic system will function by making your heart rate go up, your breathing more shallow, you start to sweat. These things are not under your control. They're, they just automatically happen when you're uh, when you realize that there's danger in around you. What the limbic system also does is that it allows you to make quick memory recall of previous times when you were in such a situation. And so that you don't have to actually gather all the information, you can make quick decisions right then and there and respond. And all of this is so that you can figure out whether you need to fight, flee, or freeze. Now, in times of crisis, you and I often feel like we're out of control because our normal functioning and our processes have been hijacked by our limbic system and by our cerebellum. And like I said before, this is not abnormal. This is part of our survival system. And what I want us to see is that even in the Bible, uh, we see some um, people who walked with God and yet in the middle of crisis, they experienced the desire to fight, flee, or freeze. And so we're going to look at a psalm by David, who was the second king of Israel. Now, David wrote poems that were turned into songs, and we call those psalms. So let's look at Psalm 55 together. Psalm 55 was written by David when someone very close to him turned on him and betrayed him. Uh, David tells us that this person used to worship with him at the temple. And so it was a very close betrayal. And here's where how David starts. Read with me. David starts the psalm with a plea to God as he is crying out in his distress. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me 
and answer me. My thoughts trouble me and I am distraught because of what my enemy is saying, because of the threats of the wicked, for they bring down suffering on me and assail me in their anger. Now in the fight, flight, or freeze response to fear, we're going to hear David as he talks about how he's frozen with fear and anxiety. Verse 4 says, My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen on me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. So David is grappling with these heavy emotions. And then he makes uh, this statement that he wants to flee. He wants to get away uh, from all of this. At verse 6 he says, I said, oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. I would flee far away and stay in the desert. I would hurry to my place of shelter, far from the tempest and storm. So David desired to get away from all of this. But then he realizes that he can't run away and hide. And so he seems to get angry and he fights back with words by pleading for God to take revenge. Um, from verse 9 and 15, he says this. Lord, confuse the wicked, confound their words, for I see violence and strife in the city. Let death take my enemies by surprise. Let them go down alive to the realm of the dead, for evil finds lodging among them. After ranting about his enemy, David becomes more introspective, almost like he's taking a calmer look at himself and what he is doing. And then ultimately we see that David turns to God to solve the problem instead of trying to rely on himself. Verse 16, he says, As for me, I call to God and the Lord saves me. Evening, morning, and noon, I cry out in distress and he hears my voice. Verse 18, he rescues me unharmed from the battles waged against me, even though many oppose me. Verse 22, Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. But as for me, I trust in you. King David's psalm starts with strong emotions to his deep distress. He feels like giving up and running away to escape. He rants against the enemy and asks God to take revenge. But he ends with a calmness and peace of mind when he turns to God and trusts in him. In our own times of distress and crisis, when you and I uh, don't know what to do because our mind can't stop racing with its thoughts and we're overwhelmed by emotions, what can we do? Well, let's hear about that from Pang Moore. <laughs> 